And now, Capital 263. Welcome to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. My name is Christopher Farai Charamba. I'm Tawanda Henry Beatty. And I'm Upenyu Makoni Matenga. And yes, um, welcome once again uh, to the best political podcast uh, across many continents today. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, Japanese, I know Shereketa, because technology is incredible. <laughs> I'm telling you, we are actually, yeah, we're, we're doing actual wonders. I wasn't, yes. I wasn't expecting this when we started the podcast, but wow. I think we should yeah. now start calling ourselves the best global <laughs> political <laughs> podcast, don't you think? <laughs> we're yes. across the world now. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Three continents, yes. how many billions of people yes, yeah exactly. <laughs> so. but um yeah so um to our listeners thanks for for being patient um and yeah i think this is uh, what would call season two of 2017 the lead up to elections uh, 2018 um yeah officially think- beginning Things, things have finally kicked off. Um, Zek has registered its first two voters, I think. There were two. But, um, yes. Yeah, so in India, I'm actually quite annoyed because registration started four days after I left the country. And, uh, and actually, maybe I should crowdfund. Don't uh, our listeners, like if every one of our listeners just gave me a bit of money, I could fly back home to register. But yeah. it's now ongoing registration. So don't worry. You'll yeah, you can always go home whenever. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, can always come back. They're trying, to, they're trying to close our listeners off a free air ticket. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want to come back to vote, ka? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. You see, yeah, I mean, oh. my diasporans, you know. Yeah, no. So, so, not knitting. <laughs> so yeah, yes. today on the show we're going to talk about uh, Zek and the registration process. Um, Zanu PF, as always, what's happening with them and uh, the opposition yeah. MDC. There's MDC Alliance. MDC Alliance uh, and Codes, which are now the only two formations left, so it's slowly whittling them down. <laughs> ah, what do you mean? What of APA? What of um, Inonzichi? Manyane um, Biza? Talk to me not of Minos. <laughs> but you know what? In all fairness, we told them when they came. So, uh, <laughs> right. you guys are um, seriously terrible. So, so you were saying um, Zekas finally registered some people. Yes, uh, on Thursday, I think it was. Mm. Oh, today, what's the date today? Today is 16th of September. So on Thursday, um, well, earlier last week, the president announced that, uh, proclaimed that voter registration would start on the 14th of September and run until the 15th of January. Um, and then on the Thursday, uh, him and his wife were the first two people to be registered to vote at State House. And um, so they they had the kit at State House. Yes, they did. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. So is that going to be an official registration center now? <laughs> <laughs> it's not listed uh, yeah, in the newspaper. Now the tower of newspaper. <laughs> I, I, I but, doubt that is going to happen for them, but um, for the nation, but it was for them a special arrangement. Um, so it's kicked off, and from Monday, I believe, people are going to be able to um, start registering across the nation. I'm trying to find the list. I yeah, have it here. Okay. It's yep. Blyo Met, uh, 18 Rylanders Court, Windsor Park Complex, Harare Met Remembrance Complex, and uh, Chitungwiza Seke Teachers College. I won't read out the whole list because it's quite... How many centers are there? There's, Yeah, there's 63 centers across the country. So, so the, I mean, I don't know if you know, but do the centers have more than one kit in them or why is there only... Like, it seems ridiculous to have one center in Harare. There's two. Yeah, there's two. There's Chitungiza is is yeah. a different town. It's a dormitory town. Listen, so. it's listed under Harare Mid. That's no, what yeah, it's, <laughs> in the, it's in the Harare Mid province. So so mm. Zek only got four hundred of the three thousand BVR kits. Um, right now, that's what they have, and they are expecting the remaining 2,600 in October, I believe. Um, when the proclamation happened, I think they even put out a statement to say that they weren't actually ready to uh, register everyone nationally, but they are going to start and they've listed these 63 places where people can go to register. So it's not enough, definitely, at the start right now, um, mm. uh, Harare, of course, has arguably the most people, um, you know, of in a province. I'm not sure, but in per square kilometer, if you can put it that way. And it's going to need a lot more registration centers. Um, but they've said this is what they have. And I think why they spread them out across the other provinces a lot more because like Manikaland has like six or seven um, mm. Mash West has about the same um, is just because of the geographical differences so someone in Mutare for example wouldn't travel to Chimani Mani to register or, to register. or vice versa if there was only one in the province uh, whilst someone travelling from Borodil to Mbare Whilst it might be a, an inconvenience, you know, it's still possible for them to do so in the same day. Um, so I think that's the reasoning behind it. It is, of yes. course, a problem because a lot of people in the first month, I don't think, will get registered in in your major cities. Numbers. Yeah, yeah, the numbers. Because it takes 20 minutes to register, I'm told. So mm -hmm. you then just have to figure out the numbers, 20 minutes, 400 kids, Jeez. how they're spread out and all sorts of things. I did the calculation. So, it uh -huh. takes yeah. roughly 200 years, I think. It's going to register yeah. 5 million people. 7 million people. That's their, their target. It's yeah. going to take so, how long? 200 years. 200 years. No, that's... <laughs> <but> <laughs> given that, you mean uh, using 400 registration uh, kits? For, did we then oh, do it? Mean, 
I think it was with one same... kit. No, no, no. It was with one kit. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So divide 200 by 400 then. 200 years by 400 kids. That should give you however half many months. Year? I don't know. Yeah, yeah about six months roughly. Using, so, so if more come, then that, you know, that figure will go down. But that's assuming it's efficient. You know what I mean? Like if people don't take a, a two hour lunch, if the 20 minutes we is. We know much civil servants. Yeah. No offense you, to civil servants, but. Exactly. They tend to like three hour lunches. Exactly. If you show up with your proper documentation, if the documentation is approved, like if there's no issues, theoretically it should take 20 minutes. But you know, people are people. So um, I don't, yeah. There's a, isn't, there's an MDC, there's a court challenge, isn't, um, about the, the registration process as saying basically this period can't be counted until you know, the, they're actually ready to, to begin registering people en masse. Like the first month at least should be, the time should be extended. I think, I think that's the, the gist of the court case, uh, of the challenge. And I completely agree is that with such a limited amount of time as it is, it's, it's sort of ridiculous to, to count this period where you've registered Mugabe and Grace and, and say we've launched the registration, you know, exercise really. Well, I think that, well, you know, for me, many issues arise from that, including, you know, saying we've registered Mugabe and Grace, but also can we talk about the optics of giving preferential treatment to the first candidate in the election in registering to vote. I mean, they could have done that. They could have gone to Mtora Shanga and found a Gogo somewhere and been like, and that would have been such great optics, right? But, you know, I just have a problem. I have a big problem with, with that because what you're essentially saying is, A, uh, these are the people that you're then meant to vote for. And those optics are so bad, just... Eh, okay, but un- yeah. unfortunately, this is how our state has for long operated. In that, you know, the mixture of party and state, one center of power, it <laughs> all becomes it's 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 quite terrible. And I completely agree that you know, um, I, I don't think the opposition was even allowed to go and see the first registering of of the president. Because it was my, a state house, and so my, yeah, I, um, why is Mugabe declaring when voter registration is? If Zek is an independent commission, shouldn't they be setting their own agenda? <laughs> so why is there a presidential proclamation, and why is he even launching it as if he? It's an independent commission. Once the commissioner has been appointed, essentially the president should not be able to direct her on her job. So th- there was something that I read somewhere, but I'm, I'm, I can't remember where that had to deal with this issue because somebody said, um, why is it that um, Mugabe is registering voters, etc., etc., um, mm. or proclaiming that registration should start. Um, but I think there is some sort of act or it's in the... Uh, constitution or something or the electoral act where the president has the can proclaim the start of certain processes i'm not sure which ones they are exactly i'll have to look it up and so that's why he then put out his proclamation 
So yeah, um, please, please do go out and vote. Um, I mean, register, and register. to vote. Open you please and also go then Mbari. go and vote. <laughs> yeah, and also I'm going go to, and vote. yes. Please go to yeah. Mbari so that you could let us know what the process is like, whether it's as efficient as they say. Um, I I believe you need an ID. You need proof of residence and. Yes. Also, a valid Zimbabwean passport is is um, counts as an ID. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's just a valid ID and proof of residence, and then you you go. Yes, I will go. I was thinking about it um, early this morning. Do I go at five a.m. and because you know the first day people will be excited. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'm planning to go this coming week, and then I'll I'll let you guys know how it went. Yeah. Yeah. Be, please, please, please. Even. Even good record on Snapchat. I didn't. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if they'll allow you to do that. You know, Zim is the type I, of place that they would be, they would refuse cameras inside the. Of course the, they will. <laughs> things process. are secretive. You know, your voters. It does not belong to you personally. It belongs to others. I mean, I would yeah. refuse cameras to be honest. And then you go in and question English she to go in normal. This is people's information, ka? You can't just have. Yes, you can't true. just have. No, but I mean, the process. How is it people? Oh, the process. Is, I'm, but I'm, I mean, the, they recorded Wamkabe being um, uh, registered, so I'm sure. Uh, the process can yeah, that's be. what I, I that's what I that's what I meant. I didn't actually mean could he show your documents and your proof of residence that says you live in Benamfura. <laughs> I was gonna say There's some places there's some places that get are uh, overrepresented in in, in, in political in discourse. Yes, UMP always. So yeah, so so please make sure that you do go. Make sure you have an ID. Currently, um, Minister Chombo, Minister of Home Affairs, uh, put a waiver on registration fees for national documents. So your ID, your birth certificate, I think death and marriage certificates as well. I'm not sure. But yes. if you need a new ID, please make sure there's a 90-day window where you can go and get a new ID for free. If you need to sort out your birth certificate so that you get your ID, go and do that. Make sure you have valid documents um, and make sure that you register to vote. And when the time comes, you go into vote. the booth and you vote. But, you know, I've been hearing people saying, what's the point of me voting? So maybe we need to tell people what the point is of voting. Because, I mean, it's a valid question, right? If if the same people win all the time, then why should I vote? Especially if we're talking about rigging and so forth. So why should the people vote? Wow. Um, <laughs> Was <laughs> that know, it's, it's such a simple, it's it's one of those questions where the answer is, is simple, but so complex. I don't know. Um, I think people should vote. Because it's their right. Firstly, it's a it's a constitutional, um, you know, it's it's a, your right to vote. It's something that, as a citizen, you're meant to do. And I think personally, as it's it should be part of what it means to be a citizen. Um, 
but more so, I think you should vote um, to try and improve your situation or try and influence your country, um, whether that's keeping the status quo or changing the government, whatever you decide or whoever you decide to vote for, you're, you're giving voice to your concerns and giving voice to your ambitions and your dreams. True. I think uh, one of the reasons why is because politics has a direct influence on how our lives transpire. Um, our economy is the way it is because of the politics of the day. And while there's all this, um, you know, they rig and there's no point in voting, I think when you do vote, you are likely to want to defend your vote at all costs. So you're going to be invested to make sure that, you know, your interests are... Um, met. So whether it is, I mean, there's voting for president, but there's also voting for councillor and there's voting for, for member of parliament. And once mm -hmm. you've cast your vote, especially if the person who you voted for wins, then you're going to be very invested to make sure that this person delivers on what it is they said. That's my opinion. Even if they don't, um, if you feel, because you've participated in the process, if you feel that there are certain things that need to be done, you're going to be a lot more active than had you just been passive and said, <clears throat> well, that type of thing. So I think it's very important to get the experience because the experience will give you some sort of uh, political agency if you know, you're going to want your, your vote to count. Sit like a master's science student <laughs> in political <laughs> communication. <laughs> well, wow. I was the what I think the basic is this that firstly you have no right to complain if you don't exercise your democratic right to vote. I, you I shouldn't say like I strongly, strongly disagree with that. <laughs> No, I'm because if you are not doing the things, then don't complain about what is then done. Secondly, um, you may not be able to hold the national government accountable, but you can definitely hold your councillor accountable because that's likely to be somebody you know or who lives near you. So vote, even if you don't vote for president because you don't believe, vote for your councillor, vote for your member of parliament because those are people that you can talk to. Those are very... You know, they're not as scary, shall we say. And we've seen cases of counselors. We, we, I mean, I don't even know who my counselor I'm not even sure if there's a counselor in my ward currently. So, you know, vote for those reasons. Because if I want the potholes outside my house to be fixed, I need to know the person who's going to do that. And I need to be able to say, and if I want um, something in my you know, constituency to be fixed, I need to know and I need to be involved with that person. So, you know, start small and then the big things will take care of themselves is, you know, what I'm telling people. And also yeah. um, figure out who your councillor or what ward you live in and what constituency you live in, because that's very important. Um, there's <clears throat> it's poll based voting. This yeah, time polling station, based. polling station based, which is weird because 
there's only one registration point. So I suppose they get yeah. to pick the location based station. on your yeah, based on where you live, which polling station is closest to you. Uh, yeah. which that's actually quite problematic. Come to think of but it. maybe very the registration stations will increase when those other kits um, arrive. Yeah, right. I, I still don't think they'll be able to have a registration kit in every polling in every station. Polling station, yeah, that doesn't. I mean, three thousand kits. Yeah, I'm that's not sure a, if that's, yes, if that's going to be enough. But which is, yeah, that's a bit of a situation. I think needs to be. Someone needs to look at it. The opposition are the ones that have the agency to do these things. They should be the ones questioning. Um, but yeah, please make sure you find out which ward, which constituency you belong to. Try find out who the candidates are. Look them up. Do a bit of research so that you yourself are a bit more equipped to to handle to make a make an informed decision. I think. Yeah, being informed is as important as voting. Yes. Also, the whole country can't vote for Fadzaima Heri, guys. She, <laughs> she, she, shots, she's shots in, she's, no, I, I mean, Iowa, because you know what? I, I keep reading, oh, I wish I could, I, I want to vote for Fadzai. And I'm like, but do you even live in her constituency? You know, let's not be ignorant about these processes. Can you just find out? Who's running in your constituency? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And support uh, yeah. the individual. I think it's very important that if you are in a constituency and you like a certain candidate, be it for councillor or MP, find ways to actually support these people, especially if their parties are of a smaller nature and they don't have um, access <laughs> to certain resources. resources. State and yes. otherwise. So, you know, a lot of these candidates, especially for councillor, um, will need financial support or um, you to help spread the word about them in your neighborhoods and that sort of thing. So get involved. Yeah. And I'm sure when you yeah. do get involved, it will, you know, excite a lot more people to do so, hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Also, can we please break the super the super majority? Act? Yeah, the super majority. Thank super majority, you. Yeah. That it is that is currently in parliament. Because no, that, that's, a, that's that's absolutely crucial. Um, yes. Because what I see happening is if Zanu has a super majority um, come twenty after twenty after the elect the next elections, the their first point of call is going to be to amend the term limits in the constitution, which they can do if mm. we give them another supermajority. And uh, that will, you know, they might even make uh, the president president for life, which I suppose he already has been so far. And then we have a hundred year old president. <laughs> yeah. yeah someone, I saw someone write a post about that actually quite arguing for, for, for uh, how desirable it would be for him to have Mugabe as president at 100 years old to break a, a world record or something. I was just in, I was in utter dismay. I'd rather, so, I'd rather break other records, eh? Like, that, yeah. that, that one can stay away. He's already got the record for the oldest president ever, so that's, yeah. that's fine. Speaking, speaking of age, mates, uh, happy birthday to Shumba. Our vice president, uh, the crocodile, <laughs> two days ago. Yesterday. 
Yeah, was it yesterday? It was yesterday, yeah, the 15th of September. Shame. I'm sure he's had, he's had better birthdays. <laughs> why, wait, before, uh, we get to that, before we get Shame. to that, why is it that you never said happy birthday to Vice President Mpoko on the 11th of uh, June? Are you yeah, Lacoste? Because I'm Lacoste. I'm Lacoste. Ah, ah, I'm Lacoste. Hanzi, na mai, kanamuru yudaita jela koste ndai kumashringo, kanaku Midlands. Saka, please, atidi, atidi, jela koste Remove yourself and go to mashringo, go to Midlands. Doku ne factionalism ikoko. Grace, there's only one faction, Lacoste is a faction. G40 are just young people who want to be in power. Hanzi, <laughs> I looked. And I couldn't find uh, anything G40, <laughs> but Lacoste is there. Stop it. <laughs> guys, oh, that, man. That uh, was... To guys that don't know, this was um, uh, Grace Mugabe's speech at um, the youth, youth, the youth Interface Rally in Bindura, was it? Yes? Yeah, in Bindura. Yes, in Bindura. Um, where she left us with lots of um, quotable quotes. <laughs> And uh, wisdom, yeah, my ah, yeah, that lady. <laughs> no, I mean, so uh, I, I, I was catching the the Twitter updates because I couldn't watch it, and then I finally watched it, and wow, I, I laughed so much because, you know, when you're in disbelief, you had a point where you're just yeah. like, honestly, is is this where we are as a nation? Is this, uh, is, you know, is this what is actually happening right now? This is a first lady who has no, who was not elected to any office, who has no constitutional mandate, berating the vice president of the country openly. Openly. How is this shocking and, to you now, though? No, I mean, she's been doing this for how long? No, it's, it's, it's the fact that it's, it's uh, repetitive. I mean, it happened to Joyce <laughs> yeah. Mujuru. It's happening Joyce, we again. watched Joyce. I remember talking to you, Chris, about I was like, Joyce will never go. I, that can't happen. <laughs> and then, you know... It's, How to buy it? <laughs> it's, but, you know, interestingly, I was reading the Big Saturday Read this morning and Magaisa, because when it happened to Joyce Mujuru, I was like, ah, there's no way. There's no way Mugabe doesn't. Yeah. There's no way. Um, and as it turns out, it's, it's, he, his theory is that it's the hard, good cop, bad cop approach. So she's the bad cop because she's the mom, how typical <laughs> of Zimbabwean people. Um, and he's the good cop, but they basically have the same agenda. Cause at one point I was like, there's no way they have the same agenda, but apparently pillow talk is strong. You see, my question is to what end though, because I get that um, find the Joyce Mujuru one. I can almost um, see how they wanted to consolidate the power at that stage. But Mugabe is the candidate in, in 2018. And what what to what end after that? Honestly, I can't fathom. To, to have Grace Mugabe as vice president, mate. What, what other ends do you think they have? You think they're trying to remove Nangagwa? I'm. I think that they're trying to elevate Grace to be the next to be a vice president. 
But I still maintain that without Mugabe, Grace has no power. But, yeah, but without her husband, she's, when she's yeah. vice president, she's going to be vice president, and that's uh, you know power in of itself. How mm-hmm. and why and do you know it makes it's 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 yeah. I think it's uh, she's just <laughs> protecting her children. She's just protecting her children. <laughs> That's um, and, and, <laughs> and herself and herself. Yeah. Because she's also, I mean, the recent for the past how many years now? For five, Mazoe, the <laughs> the dam incident. Um, yes, I I agree with you. She is protecting herself, but I wonder. She must appreciate how tenuous, or at least her husband must appreciate how tenuous her position is without him. Because Mugabe does seem to be the only one who can stop her from being... I, I really think that without him, there's just nothing there. It's now just smoke and mirrors. So, I don't know. We'll, so, we'll wait so and see. What happens to Ian Gwena? I mean, that's that for me is the interesting part of it is, you know, what does he do? What sort of moves does he make? Mai then says that when Mutara got really sick and he had he was vomiting and had diarrhea um, after he ate something in Manikaland, he called Sekera Mai and Sekera Mai to went come to the, bedroom. the bedroom and you know <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> And then Mtswangwa then says Sekera Mai is a fake doctor. Yes, yes. <laughs> But that guy, what is he? What is he smoking? Eh? Offside. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry to digress, but I need to, to say someone said that Chumbo failed all of us. <laughs> so I was with him at Kutama. He's not a very smart person. <laughs> sorry to digress. Sorry. <laughs> so wow, you know what? <laughs> We're laughing, but this is this is the height this of is, the. This is the height of the political conversation. This country better. No, but <laughs> this is the height of it. And what's scary now, I'm going to digress a bit, is whilst all this is happening, we have inflation. The price of lotion went from $3 to $9 almost overnight. Um, our Zimbabwe Stock Exchange, which was valued at $3.8 billion in, what, six months ago, in like March is now valued at $11 billion today. It literally went up by a billion in two days, um, a couple of days ago, because people are, you know, fearing for the bank cash. and cash situation that they're yeah. putting their money in, they're buying stocks, but they're buying stocks at inflated prices, which also doesn't make sense because... Yeah, for I don't, new rate, yeah no one's yeah. going to want to buy you out. Ever. So but I think a lot of that is panic. Yes, because, there's a lot of panic. Yeah, because people <laughs> lived through 2007, mm-hmm. 2008, um, going into 2009. And, I, I, you know, a lot of people are like, hey, I don't want to go back. I personally don't want to go back there yeah, again. Yeah, people will lose their money. So there's that yes. situation. Um, fuel as well is a problem. Uh, there's places where they only want cash and they only want US dollars. They're not taking bond notes. They're not taking swipe. They're not taking eco cash. So all of this is happening and the conversation wow. is Sekirama is not a real doctor. Mchangwa, Kafuera, O-Level. 
Kasukuere came up with G40 because Anga Chida kuita Obama. He was uh, inspired by Obama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, you see, this is the differences of what the problems are and what is being discussed and nothing seems to be done to want to, to fix those problems. And, you know, no one's talking about command anymore. What actually happened with the grain? Are farmers being paid their 390 or whatever it is? Um... What? Yes, by yeah. a bank draft. I saw, I saw, I saw Edmund's post about that, um, about the the paying farmers three hundred ninety dollars, um, US dollars for their grain when you can be importing for one hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. and then expecting the economy to keep making sense when you keep making such illogical decisions. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 a dire dire situation and. I don't think that, um, you know, um, Dr. Mangudia has any solutions. You know, he's he made his job harder, um, but him and Jinama said there's nothing. You can't really do anything about what's actually happening um, in terms of the financial situation right now. And I think that's why our politicians would rather be speaking about um, people's degrees and succession and whatnot because they don't actually have any solutions to those problems. I don't think Sekiramai knows what to do about the economy. I don't think Asukwere or even um, Emerson, I don't think any of them actually have any solutions. And so they're talking at the level that uh, that what they know. <laughs> you know what? I beg to differ. I think there are people with solutions, but the principal doesn't want to hear them. I think you think yes, I I honestly do think so. I I don't believe that the entire government doesn't have people who know what to do and how it can be done to turn things around. But I honestly think that there are certain things that uh, Mugabe just doesn't want to 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 hear about. I mean, when when Muzembe was on Hard Talk, he spoke about how he advocated for us joining the Rand Monetary Union, how it would make sense for for tourism, for trade and all of that. And the principal basically shut it down and said, no, we're not having it. So there's certain things that I just think our president will not compromise on. And it's 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 the same way the bonuses with Chinamasa when he said, I can't afford to pay them. Please make sure that, you know, we, or we are not paying bonuses for the next three years. And then a week later, the president comes out and says, no, no, no. We didn't do that. Pay your bonuses. Happened again the following year. He says no bonuses. President comes around and says yes, bonuses. They're still paying bonuses to this day. It's, you know, halfway through September and I don't think they've finished paying bonuses. So I really think that it's the principle that has the the issue on certain things. I think there are people there with the capacity to do it, but they really don't have the opportunity. Well, is I think then surely everyone and everyone who's been frustrated by the decision making in Zanupi of the one center of power way of doing things, it it would be logical to then want succession, the succession issue to be settled, would it not? Because it's easier for you to do your job 
I know I've been frustrated by bosses and I'm just like, Asha, you know, <laughs> and um, I think also it boils our solution down to a very simple thing, which is change the management because the management is incapable of creating solutions that work. We are now round. This is 10 years later and we're restarting this thing, this horrible, horrible period in our history. And it seems that we have learned nothing from the last 20 years. And to me, that speaks to, you know, as they say, the fish rots from the head and the head is very, very rotten. The head gets to travel on, on ridiculous per diems and doesn't see that some of us have to queue and we have to fight and we have to argue. I don't want to argue with my bank anymore. You know what I mean? Just to get the basics of our lives to run. And so, yeah, man, it's just time for a change then. Yeah, but I don't know. Just to to your point, I I really don't think that if people with the solutions have been in the system for so long that they will be able to effectively, like we always talk about policies and implementation to really effectively implement anything once that changes. But I think we're we're getting bogged down in uh, in my hypothetical. Um, I, what's happening in ZANU PF is is succession, um, and that's the that's really the main thing right now. Ku um, MDC ku opposition. I don't know if you guys want to move on to that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, no. The um, the opposition has seen some progress towards um, an alliance, um, or it's been more, it's been solidified, and it seems as if um, the idea is slowly um, starting to gain salience. Of course, um, my Coupe, um, or Doctor um, Coupe, she got her PhD yesterday, um, well and, re- and received a kiss on the hand from the goblin. I mean, um, from the president. Uh, <laughs> the you are <laughs> <laughs> from the chancellor of of, of 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 the University of Zimbabwe. Um, they're still estranged uh, over the alliance, and um, you know, personally, I, I think she's being a bit selfish um, in as far as she's protecting her influence and her power because that'll be diluted should uh you know welshman come on board should uh, today be on board um and i'm talking about not so much her power in Mat- in, in, in matabiland or that side i'm talking about her proximity to to morgan um how far she becomes as a voice of 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 as an advisor because she will be pushed back by these guys um but yeah, that's I think that's the main thing that's happening with the alliance. Uh, on the other hand, Code um, kicked out PDP for signing the MDC alliance. Oh, did PDP <laughs> so, sign? Uh, you know that they they've sought clarification from from that. But yes, my understanding is PDP has now come to an agreement um, with the alliance. Um, you should look to to see the the amount of seats and all those allocations changing. Um, but I don't think PDP was really there to argue um, over seats or anything like that. I think they'll they'll take they'll be quite happy with to take whatever they they take just in the interest of keeping this alliance going. Um, Wait, can I just sorry. stop you there though? 
um, and go back to Kupe and her yes. fears for being sidelined, you know, once an alliance is, is in well, it's already in effect, but yeah, her fears for being sidelined and pushed away from the center of power. Isn't that a symptom of tokenism of women in politics? And shouldn't we be concerned, therefore, that women are tokens? Because she's vice president of MDCT. She should not be afraid that she is being pushed away from the center of power. She should be the most, um, what's the word? She should be very comfortable. And in fact, the entire um, incident, the, the being beaten up because you disagree with your principle, particularly because she's a woman, speaks to me about domestic violence and gender-based violence. It speaks to me about tokenism. Because why else is she there other than just to say to the donors, I know, but we also have a woman in our structures. And it is yet another reason why I will not ever support that party. Uh, she's not, I think that it's not a gendered issue, to be honest. I don't think that it's because she's a woman. I think it's because she's from a Tibetan land. It's a it's more a tribe issue than it is a gender issue. I think all that, you said to me is double tokenism. No, I mean, look, the thing is, it exists in all the parties, and the tribal card and the tribal balances are a fact mm. <laughs> in Zimbabwe. They are fact. So whether you you want to agree that they're there or not, but I I, I think it's more to do with. Um, with the tribe and the and the regional balance um, of the party and the presidium, and then it is to do with her being a woman. Um, in this in this particular instance, she's she's not been sidelined because she's a woman. She hasn't had seats taken away from her because she's a woman. She's had seats taken away from her because of where her province is and where her, her region is. Um, mm. You know, it could easily have happened to if Walsh Mugabe was in that position. It could easily have happened to anyone else, and it would have happened. In fact, if you look at the PDP, they had to have they had the same issue with Gibson Sabanda, the Secretary General, refusing to go uh, to to the Alliance uh, rally for similar reasons. Um, mm-hmm. And he's he's from he's from 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 Matabeleland because they believe that there's the opposition is strong there and they don't mm-hmm. see a need for you know Gibson Sabanda believes he win there. So I think it's 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 reg- it's ad- saying it's a gender issue is yeah. is is unfair in this instance. Um, and in terms of political violence, yeah, you know, I should al- we should almost. <laughs> It's 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 just how how they do it, and it would have happened whether she was a man or a woman. Um, mm. And in fact, it's it, it in a in a twisted way shows her strength as a leader that Changarei feels he needs to send goons um, to beat to her intimidate, up. <laughs> to intimidate her. Um, She's very powerful. He can't, he, yeah, he can't bully. Her. It's a really messed up logic, and I don't want you to make the connection <laughs> of of women in marriages being told to to to. To be strong, and so, and so now take, you are you're making the connection yourself to neutralize. No, I'm trying. I'm trying No, I mean I'm very aware of how it is, but I mean it. It generally does show that um, she's a threat, but because she's powerful in Matibilin and not because she's a woman. Ah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. My my uh, question or. The area of concern, Changirai has been airlifted to South Africa. <laughs> Interestingly enough, um, 
So I just hospital is. No, 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 no. I just um something's just made me chuckle. I was just checking my Twitter and uh Upper Zimbabwe has a a poster. Um get well soon, Mr. Morgan Shangirai wishing you a speedy recovery from all of us at Alliance for People's Agenda. Upper. What does that mean? <laughs> they're, wishing him, they're wishing him they're wishing well. Him well. I'm looking oh, that's, at the that's... same thing, but what does that mean? Does it mean that they're now together? What does it mean? No, maybe they're, they're just, just being nice. They're just being nice. Upper plays fair. They're, you know, great. Hey guys, great you know that guys. design artwork is a lot of time invested in just being nice. You know what I mean? I mean, Moyo could have just called them and been like, hey, what's up? Are you okay? <laughs> I, I, what do you need to be to fair? Upper runs a very strange campaign, if you ask me, but that's something we've discussed. Back if to you Tsangirai, can call it a campaign. If, <laughs> back to Tsangirai. Um, yeah, he's been a little more like a polite request to you, too. So back to Tsangirai, he's been airlifted he's in to hospital. South Africa. Yeah, he's in hospital. Yeah. Apparently, he was uh, vomiting and um, something else. But his spokesperson said, why should I dignify morbid speculation with a comment? Um, a, there was an alliance That's- meeting in Kadoma, and now Nelson Chamisa seems to be heading up that meeting whilst Changirai is uh, currently undergoing treatment. I'm not sure what the treatment is for. Um, yeah. As, as far as I was known, his cancer was in remission. So mm-hmm. it could just be another illness. It could be the cancer coming back. I'm not sure. We'll have to wait for more information on that. But that does, I think, affect the dynamics of the... Well, his health will definitely affect the dynamics of the alliance um in the event that he is unable to lead to, to lead what then happens who takes over i think those are some of the questions the alliance is going to have to figure out um it's not ideal to think that you know or it's not what you'd want to think that someone's not going to be around or that you know They'd be incapacitated or dead. But for the sake of the alliance and what they are hoping to achieve, it's a conversation mm. that I hope they are going to have. And there is a clear succession plan um, amongst them. Because if there isn't, then in the unfortunate event something happens to Changirai, then that's it. The alliance will just crumble. Everyone will scuttle back to their corner and ZANU-PF will come through and, and sweep the the election if there's no organization, I think. Yeah. I in, a, in a really ironic way, I think that if Shangri can't run for president, it might actually strengthen the coalition. You think so? How? Yeah, I think... Um, well, it opens up room for a less divisive leader. Um, so my my bet would be on on Chamisa, and I'm sure Chamisa could. I don't even know. I don't know if they'll put Chamisa though. I don't know. If hey, Chamisa it's interesting. Would vote for to do Chamisa. it, to be quite honest. Hmm? 
Yeah. I don't know if he'd want to do If I was him, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Because he's Why just... He's, so he turns 40 in February. And yeah. it's it's one of those situations where if you lose... He's going to lose. Then have the, yeah, he's going to lose. But do you then have the juice to convince everyone else to get behind you in the next election? Because you're going to face a lot more competition. Guys like Mutsuri mm-hmm. will say, ah, no, you are a Inini, I'm, you know, also, I've got the juice. Welshman Nube will want as well. So if if I was him, I'd wait this period out and then go 2023 and beyond but or whatever. There's nothing, there's nothing like a national campaign to, to solidify your support structures because ultimately it'll come down to a Congress. And if Shamisa is running around the country saying, Dini president, Dini president, Dini president, um, when Congress, by the time Congress comes around, that's what the people will vote for. Um, uh, but more likely, I think that the issue in the MDC would go unresolved and people would begin to push for Joyce maybe to be, to head or uh, the alliance around Mujuru becomes more powerful than the alliance, um, the MDC alliance is what I'm what I'm getting at. Um but it's yeah, it's very complicated. I wouldn't want a situation where there's that leadership vacuum. But if the man is sick, he should he should uh, he should say now so that at least there's time. Um, yeah, that's complicated. I also that don't think I also don't think uh, Zanu PF wants him to go anyway. Like I'm sure, I don't, well, I don't know what the finances of anyone is, but I I do believe when he was receiving his cancer treatment. Um, he was getting support from the state, so I really. Do. Oh, that's nice. Uh, no, the thing is, yeah. they they really need or want to keep him around because they know that he legitimizes elections in this country. So, if yes. if it's if it's Robert Mugabe against Changirai, uh that's a legitimate election. If Changirai election, yeah. and you are left with. Um, this Manyane Biza guy and Chinese <laughs> stop calling him that. I really do. And Zuda. And Zuda. Also Zuda. Zuda. Yeah, so if you're left with um, you know, all these kiss note mukwajis, no one is going to take that election seriously. Egypt, you know. Yeah, no one's no one's going to take the election seriously. So it's it's one of those situations. But I really do um, like Upper Wish him well, I hope uh, he he recovers, and I hope he's ele- uh, able to able and fit to continue on this process that they've started. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, no one should should uh, die before their mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and I I don't think it it's a lot of strain though to be fair to be um, an opposition leader and particularly as you say such a pivotal and key one, um, and then to also be going through cancer it's a terrible terrible disease. So yes, I too wish him well and I hope he will return to legitimize Zanu PF in this coming election. <laughs> oh, wow! 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 <laughs> Please don't put it like that. <laughs> well, it is what it is. That wow. shade was was incredible. I, I think I think that's um, a, a, I don't know. Yeah, Henry Carriot. Yeah, I no, regret nothing. Uh, on that note, oh, yeah. on that bombshell. <laughs> really, really. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that one, but anyway. Um, 
yeah, it's been good. I hope it, you know, comes out sounding all good and proper. Um, thank you for the list. Thank you to the listeners for being patient. Um, we're still figuring out how we're going to be running some of the other stuff, like the interviews, but this has worked, what it is that we've done today. So be prepared for, for more stuff coming. Be prepared. <laughs> really, wow. Lion King, this is what you want to sing now. <laughs> because I was going to be like the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think, um, yeah, I don't, know what you, I don't know what you guys were doing last night. Wamwe and Susu were sleeping, getting ready for the podcast this morning. But it seems everyone is on some other kind of level. I mean, or... Ah, you know. Uh, so yeah, good. And yeah, uh, look forward to more of these podcasts, guys. And um, yeah, this uh, season two, I suppose I've, I've decided to call it, will definitely be giving you more in-depth um, episodes on, on particular issues and obviously the usual um the usual interviews. If there's anyone particular who you want to really see, um, uh, let us know on the Facebook page and um, for those on the WhatsApp group, on the WhatsApp group as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for me. Yeah. Um, can you anything you want to say and um, I have no final thoughts other than please register to vote. Oh, I do have final thoughts. Please register to vote. Um, it's really important. Even if... ZANU-PF is going to win, obviously, but register to vote and make sure that your name is on the voters' roll because that, it's not this election, it's the next one. So, yes. That's you know what? It's, it's, it's funny when people say ZANU-PF is going to win. For me, it's a question of win what? Um, the, the presidency. Yeah, well, this is what I'm yeah. saying. This is where I was going is that it's not the only thing that people are voting for. Um, True. So there is the opportunity to win town councils, city councils, mm-hmm. um, constituencies, and have an influence over the your representatives in those spaces. So please make sure, as we've said before, that you uh, research on who some of these people are. We'll also try to do so. Um, and speak about some people in different constituencies. Unfortunately, we don't have the access to go into every single ward, every single constituency. So please, yeah, please do find out as much as you can for yourself and share um, with us, with your friends, and register to vote, and when the time comes, votes. Yeah, so yeah. you've been listening to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. My name is Chris. Farai Chiramba, Chris Charamba on all social media. And I am Tawanda Henry Beatty. Um, Henry Beatty on all social media. And I'm now just Tawanda on Facebook. Just one word, like sure or bono <laughs> or Madonna. <laughs> Is your page a public figure page? <laughs> I don't know. I was, th- I was thinking about maybe I should <laughs> I should just open it up. Uh, Wow. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> that's um, that's breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Upenyu Makoni everywhere. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Bye.
Cheers. And now. And now. Capital 263.